Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, my interview with Randy Ambrosi, Commissioner of the Canadian Football League. We talk about possible rule changes, how excited he is to get the season going again, you know, getting a labor deal done, important things on the podcast. Let's talk about football with Randy Ambrosi, CFL Commissioner. Why not? He was supposed to come to Winnipeg last week as part of his cross-country tour, but like a lot of people's plans, they were thrown off by the weather. Now, the blizzard may not have been as bad as it was maybe supposed to be in Winnipeg, but hey, Randy's visit, it will have to wait because CBA negotiations are beginning to heat up. He won't be here in person in the near future. So I reached out to the league to see if he could join me on the show, and they said, all right. So this afternoon, I got to talk to Ambrosi about all sorts of hot topics. I present to you now part one of my interview with the commissioner of the Canadian Football League. How does it feel to be getting closer and closer to the start of a, a new CFL season? Well, it's always, uh, you know, it's exciting, to be honest. And, uh, and I'm, you know, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, getting our players back uh, to the training camp and getting them onto the field and getting, you know, just uh, getting, you know, our, uh, our season started. All of it is very exciting. And I think 2022 is going to be a great year for, uh, for the CFL. Well, and especially considering last year was a shortened season, 2020, there was no season. So all things, you know, knock on wood, you're going to have a normal season coming up. Well, that's that's certainly the plan. And, you know, look, we've all been through a lot. And I'm always reminded, uh, you know, to be grateful for, you know, just how many people have helped us get through this uh, this crazy crisis and all the healthcare workers that, uh, you know, did so much for all of us. And now, uh, you know, with uh, with it, you know, looking like we're at the beginning of, uh, you know, the new beginning, it's exciting to think about all the things that we that we love that we can get back to doing. Of course, there can't be a season without a new labor deal. That's is that kind of number one on the to do list right now. It, it's one A, one B, and one C for sure. And and uh, look, I've been very encouraged by the conversation and and the discussions between our our bargaining committee and the players. And I give um, you know full marks to both sides. I think the players have come to the table in a very positive uh, spirit and. Uh, and as have we, you know, we're thinking about how, you know, we're, I think both sides are thinking about how do we build a long-term mutually beneficial partnership with each other. And as long as those conversations remain positive and forward-looking, I think we're going to, um, I think we're going to have success. Are there any big sticking points that you can see right now in negotiations? Is it too early to say? Oh, I, yeah. Look, it's, it, you know, it, 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 bargaining is hard. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, there's work to be done. Uh, you know, for me, so much of it, I, I'm, my focus is on just making sure that we maintain a really positive um, perspective and that we think about how do we build a, a partnership with the players? How do we, you know, how do we, you know, make sure that we, are you know being respectful and thoughtful in in how we articulate our our thoughts and views on the future and and how do we collaborate with them i think if we do those things it's going to you know it's all going to work out bargaining is hard but i'm uh, i'm personally i'm i'm confident it's going to work and uh, and we're going to put ourselves on a path to a long term you know very mutually beneficial relationship during your cross country tour, which you're you're doing, you're midway through, I believe. You haven't been to Winnipeg yet because of the weather that kind of shut that down recently. Have you been asked a lot by fans about 
possible changes to the game that could be coming up that we've heard a lot about in the media and reporting the last couple of months? Yeah, I think it's been one of the, you know, of course, all the fans uh, want us to get a full season in. And, and of course, we, we talk about our priorities, the number one being our relationship with the players. The second being, you know, activating all the benefits of our new partnership with Genius Sports. And the third being our, our product review. And, you know, I, I've been really excited, Christian, to, to talk about uh, the car. Our goal is, that, we've, that we've stated is very clear. We want to have the, the funnest, fastest, most entertaining brand of football in the world. That, that's our ambition. And, you know, I was so very encouraged when we had our league meetings recently and to watch our presidents, our GMs and our head coaches come together and really rally around the idea of, you know, how do we, how do we you know, how do we improve what is already a pretty good game? How do we, you know, how do we improve big game flow, which came out of our, our recent um, national survey? You know, how do we improve scoring, which again came out of our national survey? And, and you know, fans are, you got to love the fact that they want to talk about this stuff. And I enjoy talking about it with them. And if, I think one of the things that caught fire more than anything was the notion of going to four downs. Was that something that was ever being considered or is it just fall under the umbrella of we're talking about everything then that was just a thing that maybe we thought about and realized, no, we can't do that. Yeah. Look, I, I think we was much more the, the latter than the former. It was really about looking at everything. I can tell you what happened. We got in the room and the coaches and GMs and presidents just rallied around the idea that we could make this game, our three down game that we can, that we can make it even better and we can we can transform this into the most entertaining uh, football in the world, and and that was the goal, and that was the energy in the room. And you know, again, it was I think it was one of the best it was one of the best days that I've had in my near five years uh, back in the CFL. And I was very excited to see you know all of our all of our football leaders really come together and rally around that uh, that ambition. So four downs off the table. What about narrowing the hash mark? I've heard a little bit about that as a possibility. Yeah, that's definitely one of the ideas. Uh, you know what uh, what we've committed to is really good process. So that you know, it started with uh, doing you know doing a national uh, sports fan survey. We got some tremendous insights there. Uh, we started a conversation uh, with all of our key stakeholders. Uh, we, we made sure that our that our players had a chance to see the results of that national survey. We shared them with TSN. Of course, we shared them with Genius Sports. Uh, then we got uh, we got our we got our rules committee uh, going, and then we had a, a, a national uh, a national uh, governors meeting, which which included all of our coaches, GMs, and and uh, and presidents. And it goes from rules committee. Ultimately, the changes that are being proposed will be ratified by management council, and then sent on to the governors for final consideration. But you know, amongst the, the many things that have been talked about, you know, that the hash marks, it's, it is it is for me, I think it's a very exciting idea. The fact that it'll open up the short side of the field and make that short side even more appealing from an offensive uh, production perspective. It's going to make that throw from left hash to right sideline uh, a lot more appealing. You know, CFL coaches today, they think about their quarterback you know, settling in the pocket on the left hash mark and throwing to that right sideline the way it's currently set up. 
that ball is going to be in the air an awful long time and uh, and subject to a lot of opportunity to be intercepted. So today, you know, it, it, with the change that's being proposed, that would be better. Uh, you know, the feedback I've gotten from, you know, most of our football people is they think this can really open up the game and even make it more exciting. So I've been personally, I've been a big supporter of the conversation. Well, and the hash mark narrowing also impacts the kicking game because the kicks won't be from as wide out as they would have been before. Yeah, that's right. I mean, certainly from a certainly from a field goal uh, and uh, perspective, it's it's actually really interesting. Uh, you know, there is a theory that perhaps it results in in um, in an improvement in the field goal averages, which you know you know scoring scoring matters, and and you know it's what our fans want. So, you know, we won't know what the full extent of the benefits of that will be until we play a season or two. But I, and again, I was just focused on the fact that the conversation was so energetic and positive and constructive. I think in the end, our, uh, we can all say, uh, uh, tip our hats to our football, um, to our football partners and really thank them for putting a lot of energy into the idea that, uh, that, you know, our, that this ambition of the funnest, fastest, most entertaining brand of of football in the world is a, is an achievable goal. Randy Ambrosi, commissioner of the CFL. We left off talking about, well, a possible change coming to the field. Hash marks being narrowed. Another big topic of conversation in the online CFL community and reports from the likes of Dave Naylor is the idea of the naturalized Canadian, allowing someone from the U.S. who has been in one spot for a while, like a Stanley Bryant or Jamarcus Hardrick, to count as a Canadian in the ratio. I asked the commissioner about what kind of appetite there is for this in the league and within the CFLPA? And, well, his answer probably isn't going to surprise you. Well, you know, that's a that's a CBA issue. So I, I won't comment specifically on uh, on that issue because I want our I want our bargaining committees to deal with that directly. And, you know, frankly, it's just it's just no fair to the to the players. Uh, for me to, you know, to weigh in uh, publicly. But what I can say is, you know, the coming out of the, the national survey, uh, what we heard is fans want to see our players stay and play on their teams uh, longer. They want more roster continuity. And and so I am a big fan of supporting a conversation about how we get um, how we get players to, you know, to stay and play longer. You know, I, I personally, you know, I grew up in in the era, uh, you know, I think one of the greatest eras in the CFL's history. And, you know, some of the players that I grew up watching, you know, I, I Ron Lancaster, who I played for, uh, of course, in um, when I was when I was in Edmonton. And he's one of my favorite people of all time. You know, Coach uh, Coach Ron played as a nationalized Canadian in um in regina and you know truly and 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 the impact that the lancaster family had on um, on the city of regina and the province of saskatchewan is still felt to this day even though even though the coach has passed on now uh so again i'm i'm a fan of uh, the conversation with the players i'm i'm looking forward to seeing kind of what uh you know what collectively we can come up with but i'd certainly I'm a big, big supporter of uh, looking for ways to increase our roster continuity. You mentioned Genius Sports a couple times in this conversation so far. For those who are unfamiliar with what they are, explain your relationship with them and, and what they do. Yeah, so Genius is a um, Genius is a global, essentially a sports marketing company. They're a technology company first and foremost. 
and they really have three businesses. They have a they have a global sports marketing business. One of those businesses that they have um, is called Second Spectrum, and they are going to be in the process of installing incredibly sophisticated cameras in all of our CFL cities. And one of the things that those cameras will be able to do is uh, capture data in a very unique way that's going to allow us to uh, broadcast things like the speed that a player is running at. And uh, and another thing that that technology would allow us to do, if you followed what they did in the NFL with Nickelodeon, you know, it's the stuff where, you know, potentially a slime trail, which may not be appealing to a traditional CFL fan, but it might be really great for a, you know, eight-year-old boy or an eight-year-old girl who really enjoys the game because all of the um, all of the excitement that some of those features can bring. So that's a there's just a whole sports marketing uh, um, uh, this whole sports marketing arsenal of tools that Genius has, and they're going to elevate our ability to reach out and, and deliver highly customized marketing solutions in all of our CFL cities. We're excited about that. The second business uh, in their in their suite is their um, is their gaming wagering business, and they're one of the global leaders. And of course, now that the legislation has changed, the the the, the federal government made that change legalizing single game wagering. We're really excited to have their expertise and see that as an opportunity to help us grow the game. It's a tremendous fan engagement opportunity. You know, my dream is is uh, that a no no CFL fan uh, ever gambles their their mortgage money or their rent money or their grocery money on a game. But I'd sure like to see a lot of people, um, you know, bet uh, 10, 15 dollars on a game and and watch and stay and watch longer because they're, you know, they're really engaged. So that's a that's a part of their business that we think we can harness fairly quickly. And then the third is they've got a broadcast, uh, you know, digital business. And we're already starting to look at and think about our U.S. and global broadcast rights. And they've been in fact, I had a call on it earlier today, one of uh, one of the genius executives, in fact, the the president of Genius USA is Steve Bornstein, who was in fact the um, the CEO of uh, ESPN at one point in his career, and he, he worked uh, he worked in the NFL as well, and he's been a great partner. And of course, all the people at Genius have been great at helping us really think about how do we, you know, how do we harness the power of this great game of ours. So. Uh, and then, you know, Genius is, is not just joining us as a vendor, but, you know, we've actually created a structure where they're a partner in our in our business and uh, what we call, you know, a, a, an alignment of interests where they want to see us succeed because it's to their benefit. So it's a very exciting time for for the CFL with a very new and very exciting relationship. Well, on the note of, of wagering, right, that's a an additional possible revenue source for teams and uh, across the league, a great way to engage fans. Again, encouraging everyone to do so responsibly. But, I mean, this is something that you could have in-game wagering where people are in their seats at the stadium, live betting on games, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, again, the, the benefit of having a partner like Genius, they do this all around the world. They they see the best practices. Uh, they've lived and breathed this experience all over uh, all over the world. So we're just getting... You know, we're getting the advantage of all of that experience as we enter into this brave new world. And of course, you know, it's exciting and it's 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 part of the overall strategy, you know, grow the business, make sure that all of our key stakeholders are partners, the players. Certainly, we want to include them in the long term success that we can create together. 
you know, our, our, our ambition, frankly, is to create a win-win culture here where all of our key stakeholders participate in helping grow this great game, growing our league, and ultimately making sure that everyone benefits from that success. So where are you heading next on your tour? How many stops do you have left? Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on a short pause now. And again, a lot of the focus today is on, uh, is on our collective bargaining efforts. And, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm in touch with our, with our bargaining team every day. Uh, once I, once we take a little bit of a break here, I'll be heading off. My next stop is, uh, my next stop is Vancouver. I know we've got, uh, we've got plans to get, to get to Winnipeg and, you know, there's work being done to reschedule that. And I've got to get to Ottawa and to, to Montreal and Toronto. So, you know, there's still a few more stops left and I hope to get to every CFL city before this season kicks off. Well, Randy, appreciate your time as always. Thanks for this today and uh, best of luck with everything as we get ready for the season. Yeah, Christian, best wishes to you. And look, stay, uh, stay healthy, stay warm. And I look forward to seeing you in Winnipeg before too long. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all the day. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your name.